You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G and J Rod, Jim Rodriguez, with you on a Wednesday. Coming up next hour, fun hour plan. Nick Ashley is going to join the show for the uh, 10 a.m. Eastern hour. We're going to start in about 20 minutes with teams that can actually win the Super Bowl. How deep is our list? How long is our list? We'll get to that coming up. But last night we had episode four, J Rod of Hard Knocks, as the Lions get get featured this year. And I mean, it's a Dan Campbell show. There's no question about that. And and I'm, I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite ones in years. Last night, though, it's always, you know, it starts off with the, the they feature the personalities, right? Usually the coach or a player that we kind of know. And then they do some other coaches and they kind of work. But as you go through it, we get to the point where it's cut down day. They're starting to get rid of players. Like that's that, that's that tug on the human emotion they pull at us. Because, I mean, these characters, you start watching them for a few weeks. You're like, I, I'm rooting for this guy. And they had to cut some guys. David Blau, actually, the backup quarterback, who um, is a, you know was a big part of the show so far, he got cut this morning, so he's out of there now. So no more David Blau, and you know he was on there. His wife was was part of one of the episodes. So that's we're at that point of the show now where it's like you start you start liking the characters, and then you're like, man, these guys are going to get cut. You kind of feel that when you watch them. Yeah, I think we forget that from the production standpoint, um, it's a show. So you've got to make it compelling. It's it's a show. And I think last night's episode was what hard knocks the soul of hard knocks is how the sausage is made, right? The GM and the head coach and then going into the wide receiver room and, and the running backs room. And I like this guy. Let's keep this. And you see guys fighting for each other, you know, fighting for their players. I think that's awesome. That's the kind of coverage that you need. And, and yeah, Dan Campbell's the funny part, but that's the part, that's the guts of it. That's the soul of the show. And I, I was really impressed, and I was so suckered in watching it. I, I You almost forget where you are and everything like that. Plus, the, the other stuff, like the player-run meeting, we got to see a little bit more of, of Jared Goff. It was really it was really one of the best episodes. And, and to your point, Joe, I think it's one of the best hard knocks in a long time. And the most mem- one of the most memorable ones. Yeah, and I, I think, look – Dan Campbell is what everyone talks about because he's the biggest person. He's like a wrestler, right? Like, but hard knocks at its core, you just said it. That's what it is. Like most NFL players live the life of the guys we've been watching the last couple of weeks, that offensive lineman trying to make the team, that linebacker uh, trying to make the team. Like that's it. Most of the shelf life for these players is so short. And like the Jared Goffs of the world, um, Aiden Hutchins of the world, right? Former number one pick, number two pick. Those guys are going to make, Hundreds of millions of dollars play in the NFL. They're going to play for a long time. They're stars, or, or at least, you know, Goff's a solid player, but he was a number one pick. They're the outliers. It's these other guys that they show us throughout the show 
that's the NFL. I mean, so many guys only make it a year, two years, less than that. They get cut. They're in and out of camp. They're in and out of practice squads. Mm-hmm. I think we forget that Sunday to Sunday when we're betting props on Cooper Cup. He's a superstar. Most guys aren't Cooper Cup. Yeah, and then the grind of it all. And Because I think that what I always try to remember is, is all right, so you, you live, let's say, I live in Miami. And I'm playing for the Lions. So I, I, I'm pretty much having to live in Detroit. If I get traded or if I get cut, well, now where are my kids going to go to school if I end up in Pittsburgh right. or if I end up in, in Seattle? It, it, it's that it's that what, what the wives and girlfriends and parents and grandparents, their sacrifice, especially if there's kids involved and where they're going to go to school and that separation and then that grind to try to get to that finish line. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's sad. And, and you almost wonder, man, why do people do this? And, and, and that's the real part of it. You know, it's not, not, not the most glamorous stuff, but I tell you that hard rocks has got hard knocks has got it. And, and I think they're going to do a hard knocks in season, right? They're doing what is it with the chiefs? They're doing a hard knocks in season. That's going to be wild. They are. I think it's, is it Cardinals? Cardinals. It's the Cardinals. That's right. Arizona it's Cardinals. Yeah. Paul, did you get to see, see last night's? What'd you think from uh, like the production behind the scenes standpoint? I mean, last night's that's the next couple episodes, including the one last night that those are the ones that they, they kind of pull at people with the emotions. Yeah, from a producer standpoint, I always appreciate. I mean, first of all, it's just shot beautifully. It's just incredible. Um, and everyone over at NFL Films does a great job with it. I didn't catch, I did not catch last night's episode. I was going to try and talk my way through, but I did not, um, unfortunately. <laughs> but it was. Uh, I, I am caught up bef- up until before last night, so I was kind of surprised to see the Blau news today. I mean, they've only got. I guess they're going to sign Sudfeld. Um, but it is also yeah. interesting. So, so don't well actually spoil it for me. Did Easy make it, or did he get cut? Like that offensive right. lineman from Nigeria, or did not going to spoil it? Not going to spoil. It. But are you a Rod- Rodrigo? Rodrigo is Rodrigo. one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he's got a start. He's like a week one starter, I think. I know. I'm, I'm really worried he's going to strip Miles Sanders and, and hurt the Eagles in week one. Rodrigo could play a little bit. So, But Easy's a good character. Rodrigo's a good character. They've done a good job with those characters. We did get more golf last night, J-Rod. Okay. Because we were so talking the last few weeks. We got more golf. It, it's weird. Like, other than Aiden Hutchinson, it was just the number two pick. Goff's got to be the most high-profile player. I mean, he, he started a Super Bowl. And That's right. yet, until last night... it's almost like he hasn't been there. They haven't put the camera on him. He hasn't been, they haven't talked to him much. Last night though, the the, the fiance, I guess, whatever she is, girlfriend, she was part of it. Like Jared Goff, they finally realized like, hey, everyone knows who this guy is. We should probably talk to him. It, it it also may seem as a producer, maybe he's just not interesting. I mean, I mean, I've I've interviewed guys that literally were 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 one word answers and just didn't want to do it. Were shy. All of a sudden, you put a camera on their face, they go wild. But what I'd love to to the the minutia of this is how does this affect people betting on the lines? Like, do you want to now bet on the lines? Like, I, I like I, I I was looking around like like you know they're they're plus four fifty to be a wild card team. I, th- I think I want to do that. They're, they're plus 450 to, to finish second in the division. Maybe I want to lay uh, some money on that. Maybe now I'm fired up that Eagle game. I'm going to take the points in the Lions. You're, forget it. I'm gonna, they're going to win the game because of this guy and that guy. And, oh, Dan Campbell. You know, I, I wonder how much of that gets you going uh, in, 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 in what the ha- how it affects the handle and the bets and everything like that. That's a fascinating part of it from, from, from the sports investing part. 
I think a couple things. I think from the sports betting part, I think the lines were like it was more of a por- perfect storm this year than some summers because they're already kind of a buzzy team. Like, oh, they could do something. And then you add the hard knocks factor onto it. I absolutely think that'll generate some interest and some dollars uh, back in the lines for sure. Um, I mean, you always kind of, whenever you see these hard knocks teams, it's like, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe I can believe in this team. Maybe they're good because <laughs> you get invested a little bit. And then with the golf thing, I feel like there had to be, I mean, this is his third time, right? I think there's kind of, there yeah. had to be a, agreement between the production team and golf being like all right look i'll give you some time at some point but i've done this already like just give me like gonna be whether you know i'm sure they figured it out so he wasn't featured in every episode not his first rodeo etc you get the you know swimsuit model i guess what fiance wife now involved as well like that obviously kind of like they did with agent hutchinson's mom in the first episode like draw in a certain demographic of viewer you know mostly us probably um, sure, right. yeah, sure. and I'm, you know, obviously it's still it's, a show. It's still a show. Right. It's just good producing, uh, you know, but um, I do think he's a very intriguing character. But again, like I enjoy just thinking back to the last time he was on the show, like they had to do something kind of creative with like the golf thing in his backyard, which was just like kind of a fun little like entertaining bit. So it's just you got to get a little bit creative if the personality isn't there. Um, exactly. But, Makes it like yeah. he's not going to carry it. four episodes, whereas like Dan Campbell. All right, let's do the 10 minutes with Dan Campbell for this episode because it's just, you know, going to be on fire. The other thing, and I know it's being talked about in Philadelphia. I don't know if both sides are known nationally. Like we're watching the Lions, right? And they're hitting in practice. Like they are physical. In pra- it looks like they might be more physical in practice than most teams. The Eagles, meanwhile, because that's their week one opponent, that's the opposite. They have short practices. They do not hit in camp. Like. I wonder just, and maybe I'm more attuned to this because I'm here and I'm watching the hard knocks thing. I wonder if the Lions come out and can smack them in the mouth the first quarter. Like, I wonder if the Eagles are going to be ready because J-Rod, the Lions from the first episode, you could see it. Like, they're, it's a physical camp. And that's kind of the old school, right? Most teams don't do this anymore. The Eagles are kind of the new school. We're taking it easy. We're not going to get injured, all that kind of stuff. But I do wonder week one, if one team is ready for physicality and the other team's like, oh boy, the season started now. Like we we got to start hitting. So I, I wonder if the Lions jump on them in that first quarter, the first few series. You know, I I would agree with you, but I, but the at the same time, there's such there is such a gap now that didn't exist between like the last preseason game and when the season starts. So I think I think for me, if I'm a coach, yeah, we're gonna take it easy. We're gonna walk through these things and then ramp it up after the last preseason game, because you've got like a week and a half, 10 days, maybe then now we're going to start hitting. Now we're going to start things where there's no cameras, everything's quiet, there's no games or anything like that. Then you start hitting. So uh, to me, that I would lean to that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe they are going to you know keep doing you know ballroom walkthroughs. And yeah, if that's the case, Detroit is going to, uh, whatever it is, I'll take Detroit minus whatever first quarter. Absolutely. I tend to lean on your your side, Joe G. I am a little curious. I wonder if there will be any lingering effects on that injury report. I'll be curious just to see what it is going into week one. I like obviously it doesn't sound like many people are going to be out or like super banged up, but just like lingering injuries coming off a of physical camp like that. But I, especially for week one, I would seem I would think that seems to benefit the Lions. You know, being at game speed basically for the last Me too. better part of a month. Me too. If anything, I feel like the line, I could see the Lions' first half as the play, whatever they're getting in the first yeah. half. But I feel like the Eagles, 
should eventually come back and, and win that game and beat them. The, the last thing, and this was talked about a little bit last week, how about Dan Campbell turning the practice over to players? That's a new one. I've never seen that before. I've never heard about that. Like that's, And usually I feel like you would do that with a veteran team maybe. That's not a veteran team, J. Right? That's a very young football team, and he's basically like, you got it. You run the practice today. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, here's the thing. To me, I, it, we all had such our eyebrows were so raised when Dan Campbell. That's how you make leaders. That's how you create leaders. You force people to be leaders. I think it's amazing. I think it's great. And if it works and if they come out of this, everyone will be doing player practices. So I guess my follow-up to that is, how long do you think that works? Now, football is a younger game, as it is. Like, the rosters are typically younger. But, like, I, I'm thinking of, like, a Joe Madden here in Chicago. Like, his – and in Tampa, too. Younger teams, younger clubhouses. It worked to a point, and then it got old. I wonder how long that lasts. There's probably a shelf life. There's probably a shelf life to, to coaches like that with the same team. And maybe you move on and you do it somewhere else. Like, Joe Madden moved on and it worked with the Cubs. But – I mean, the Lions are one of the biggest stories in the NFL. We'll see how many games they win, but they've become a big story with this coach and a team that's, that's trying to be on the rise here. Eagles-Lions week one, four-point number right now at BetMGM. Nick Ashew joins us next for the next hour right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.